With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, October 16th, week two of the NHL season so far this year. We're 9-8 and eight on the season, 16% ROI. We're up 2.6 units already. So starting off the season strong here. Uh, and if you're not following us on Twitter, you should be because given out picks on Saturdays, we give out four best bets this Saturday. Saturday morning, those tweets go live. Three and one on Saturday for those picks that were tweeted out. So make sure you're following us there if you're not already. But if you want to track all the picks, you want to see them in real time, you want to see how we're doing throughout the course of the season, you can find us over on BetStamp. And we recommend people go over and sign up for BetStamp because the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. You can also sign up on web as well. If you are looking to sign up for a new sports book, you see one here on the screen here today that you don't have and you want to tail us on a bet you can sign up using the link in the description. That is also betstamp.app slash edgework, or just click the link in the description. So make sure to check that out. But before we get into uh, today's games, um, contracts got resolved here. So money, you were going to pull a William Nylander on us and wait till the very last minute, but we get you in here only in week two. Uh, well, what's going on? So money. I'm good. I'm excited to be back with the team. We've, uh, we've uh, come to terms and I, <laughs> I've decided to uh, end my end my holdout. Well, that's that's exciting news. We can hopefully uh, continue to uh, put together some winners here with you uh, with you back. So excited to have that. But uh, Alex, before I even go to you here and uh, we can recap some of the week, I got to ask you so money. What's going on in Vancouver? What's happening with the Vancouver Canucks? We had Matt uh, Russell last week talk about how he was looking at Rick Tockett, Coach of the Year stuff, but, I mean, maybe there's a little bit more going on in uh, out, out West than just Coach of the Year. I'm excited. I think that uh, I think um, the only question now is that where we should start the start the parade from. It's, um, <laughs> look, like... Like, like game one of the season, obviously that was one of those games that just just snowballed and got out of hand. Like they're not, they're they're not eight one better than the Oilers, right? So like, yeah, that that got out of hand. Saturday's game, they were they were lucky to win, right? But the point is that last year they're not winning these games like they did on Saturday, right? Like like last year they come out and they just get. They, they just got run over by that Oilers team, right? So, and we saw how that game started, but the Canucks fought back, right? They 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 stuck around in the game, and they found a way to pull it out. So, I think that um, there's there's a lot of positives. Um, I think that the Canucks probably hang around a playoff spot, maybe steal a wild card, um, but I mean, I'm enjoying this right now. There, I see a zero on the loss column. 
that's the only thing I wake up to every morning the last couple of nights. So I'm enjoying it. Um, I don't know how long it's going to last, um, but for now, let's just let's just enjoy the ride. And uh, Alex, I mean, what a ride we're going on with Connor Bedard here. I, whether it be his play on the ace or just kind of how he presents himself to the media, he seems like a pretty fun kid to be able to follow along with. I mean, he's getting booed in Montreal. They ask him about it after, and he's saying, I love it. Like, keep it coming. Yeah. Keep keep bringing it. Uh, how's it going so far through three games of the new Connor Bedard era in Chicago? I think it's fantastic. I mean, this is a, a competitive spirited team and I think he's got a, a lot to do with that. You know, obviously the fans are excited to see him. He's averaging a point per game, but the play on the ice has just been way more improved. Even in two losses, you know, you could yeah. see the effort and the energy. Tyler Johnson getting those two goals late. That's something we haven't seen from the Hawks in a long time. Even when Taves and Kane and the rest of that core were still there on 16, 17, 18, those years, they still weren't. They were nice. They were playing uninspired hockey. Now they're playing inspiring hockey every night. And, you know, when you look at big prices like something tonight, like a 280, 290, you can't just, you know, roll over and say, oh, the Hawks are going to lose that game. They're actually showing up for these battles and playing a full 60 minutes. So it's great to see all right, well, let's get into the games here tonight. We do have five ahead of us. We'll go through each one. If you do have questions in the chat, please make sure to send them. Uh, we'll try to answer those as we go through, but uh, we're not going to force any picks here. If we've got bets, we've got bets. If we don't, then we move on. But we will preview each of these games, discuss where the numbers are at, whether we like them or not. Um, but, I mean, Alex, I saw you tweet about it. I saw Murado tweet about it this morning. Just brilliance from the NHL here. Five games tonight. All five starting at the same time because... What better way to get people uh, people's eyes across the NHL than to make sure that they can, they can only watch one of five on the screen tonight unless they've got multiple going on. But we will start tonight's journey in uh, New Jersey where we've got the Florida Panthers on the road taking on the New Jersey Devils. Florida coming into this one. Currently best price available sitting at plus 158. The Devils at home here tonight, minus 169. Florida coming in so far, uh, 0-2 on the season. Now, we did discuss them. They're going to be a little bit injury-riddled to start the year. But uh, so, Money, at what point here do you think maybe we start to see some bounce back from this Panthers team, some clawback? And at what point does this number just become within play? Yeah, I mean, going going into the season, um, I thought the Panthers uh, will probably have a tough start to the season. Um, and which which they have been, but I also think they've been unlucky the lot in their in the first couple of games here, right? I thought that they 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 should have won that game against the Wild. Um, I I don't think the Wild looked good at all. And um, against the Jets, um, you could make a case in that game that um, in the middle of that game into that third period that 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 game kind of kind of snowballed a little bit on the Panthers, right? And um, the common denominator there was that um, Bobrovsky looks like he is returning to the form that he was, um, the maddingly inconsistent form. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the maddingly inconsistent form that we've become accustomed to with him um, and uh, before his his uh, three, his uh, playoff run there. So... I'm not ready to buy the Panthers yet. Um, I do think that they have been unlucky, but I don't think that against a team like New Jersey that uh, we know is an elite team, um, that I don't think this is a get-right spot for the Panthers. I think that's still going to come down the road. Um, in terms of the price, it's tough. Um, my my number is right there well, when you take out Eggblad and Montour. So um, I'm right there where the market is. 
um, qualitatively. I do think the Panthers are unlucky, but I just don't see it yet against the against the Devils right now. And Alex, I mean, this total sitting at seven right now, uh, we see kind kind of going farther and farther out. Minus one sixty nine. Some of these books even out at minus one eighty four, minus one eighty five, minus one ninety for some of them. This is why you shop around for these. But is there any way you'd want to get involved in this game? No, the only thing I would be looking at here would be betting this in game, waiting for that number to come down. Whenever you see a seven for a pregame total, that usually within the first minute of the game, we'll see that automatically drop down to a six and a half, uh, minus 130, even minus 120 if there's no score. Uh, you wait about three or four minutes, and now all of a sudden you're getting five and a half laying that 140 or 150 as opposed to laying that with a seven. So just wait a couple of minutes and, and watch this and, and wait to bet it in game and get a much better price and number. That's the only way I would attack this. All right. And I do see a question here before we move on to the next game, but uh, Claudio, what's the overall record on the picks on the show so far this year, nine and eight so far of 17 bets that we've given out, uh, whether it be on the live shows or on the Saturday picks as well across all of those nine and eight, but not just nine and eight. You do have to look at the ROI and the units up uh, 2.6 units, a 16% ROI on picks given out on the season. And you can track those all in the bet stamp app as Edgework HQ. So make sure to head on over there to see all the picks that we give out throughout the course of the season. Uh, before moving off of this game quickly here, Alex, I know that you are uh, a big proponent of playing some of the different markets of like regulation and stuff like that. Takuchi bets yeah. bringing up your devils in regulation minus 116 just before we move off. Any thoughts on that? That's a much better price, and, and it's funny because I do have a regulation play I like in the card tonight, but uh, yeah, if you if you like Devils, that's obviously going to be your better option with a lot of these big favorites. If you trust them, you definitely want to knock them down early in the year and play them in regulation. That means they got to win, and it can't go into overtime, can't go into a shootout, but yeah, definitely would look at that before anything else if I, if I had a, a feel for the Devils, but like I said, and, and it also, you know, Somebody you mentioned about the Florida game against Minnesota. Minnesota did not look good in that game, except for one person, Philip Gustafson. And that's the reason why Florida couldn't really get things rolling. I think, you know, losing Montour and Ackblad, having those guys missing, they are susceptible to being in some track meets, and that's why we're seeing these sevens. But I, I think we'll be able to wait for a lot of these Florida games. They don't really have that up-and-down offense they had when Quinville and Brunette were coaching. You know, uh, Paul Maurice is about puck possession, cycling low, kind of wearing you out. He's a, a time killer. So he's the perfect person to bet live uh, totals with because he gives you that time uh, of nothing for that number to keep dropping down. And then the, uh, the the other thing too about the Panthers game is that uh, um, in in both of their games, going through their defensive metrics, they haven't looked bad defensively, right? It's just that they they're not able to to uh, get out in transition as much. And of course, like I mentioned about uh, about Bobrovsky, like he can't be he he can't be below average when 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 they're having trouble with their with their with their transition game and right. we saw this last year as well when uh when eggblad was out last year too yeah, yeah if you're if you're counting for playoff Bobrovsky last year to show up at any point during the regular season you gotta <laughs> <laughs> don't hold your breath okay <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on here next game in the night we're looking at the calgary flames on the road at the washington capitals calgary was a team i was a little bit higher on coming into this season i mean you're kind of expecting some um return to form out of Jacob Markstrom. I felt like last year was a down year. Then outside of that, I mean, you're looking at guys like Nazem Kadri, massive drop-off in point production. Uh, Jonathan Huberto, a, a drop-off in point production that you may not ever see from a guy of that caliber, kind of from one season to the next uh, in 
in very like recent, I haven't seen in recent, uh, recent time, but I think they're just going to bounce back. I think they're going to be a much better team this year. I mean, obviously Ryan Husk is a guy that a lot of people are looking towards as another candidate in the coach of the year market. Now you go on the road here tonight. You are favored against the Washington Capitals who are coming off a loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Alex, we're seeing this total six and a half now. We see Washington plus 114, Calgary minus 122, out to minus 130, 135s. Again, in this one, how would you maybe look to play this one? Is it within your range, or what would you need to have any uh, any incentive to jump on this game? Yeah, this is within my range. And $1.25, I usually have no problem laying that. But like I said, you want to try to get some better value, especially early in the year, and, and I think this – line should actually be higher in calgary's favor so i'm taking a shot with plus money here on the regulation i got plus 107 at caesars uh i do not believe in this washington team at all you know looking at that spot that first game when they played pittsburgh and that's a rivalry right like the division rivals everybody for years has always hyped up the battle of, of uh, crosby and ovechkin and you expect both teams to be to, to be up and ready for that charlie lindgren of course has to end up starting because darcy kemper congratulations to him and his wife they had a baby so he ended up having yeah. to miss that start and pittsburgh just rolls them but i think this capitals team didn't matter who started and that they could have gotten Ola kolzig back from the 90s it wouldn't matter this is a bad capitals team i don't trust in them so I'm definitely taking a shot here with uh, Calgary to get the win here in six. All right, there we go. We'll lock that in. We got an Oli the goalie reference here too. I love it. Yeah, I mean uh, the Flames have been uh, they've been they've been underwhelming. Um, but like you, I I expected them to um, actually fight with the Canucks for the uh, for the for for the last uh, wild card spot or. Maybe the last two wild card spots, but um, they've been they've been underwhelming here. Um, I I was a uh, I was I I was on the Flames against the Jets, and um, I was lucky to get that win because um, they did not look good. Um, Markstrom was was pretty good in that game, right? So I think that um, this is this is one of those games where I would like to get on the Flames, but I just haven't seen enough from them. And I would like to see more uh, because even in their second game, um, you, you guys mentioned against the Penguins, they didn't look good there either. So um, I can't, even though I think they'll be okay going forward, I just can't do it right now. So similarly to Florida, um, this is another situation where um, eventually I think they'll they'll be okay, but they're not in a get right spot here. So I'll pass here. Um, was looking at the Flames, but Washington. Washington is also one of those teams where I think that um, they 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 could surprise. They had a lot of injuries last year. Um, I don't know how well their goaltending is going to hold up throughout the season. Um, Kemper does fly um, under the radar a bit, but um, yeah. this is this is one of those games I'll, I'll be watching. Two teams that I would like to bet going forward this season, but I'm not ready yet. Alex, I'm going to go back to you here before we move on. Uh, there's another question in regards to the regulation. Um, and so many, I'm sure you might be able to hop in here and answer as well. Matthew Bingham is asking, some of the books are dropping the in-regulation price nearly 100 points off the standard money line. I've seen minus 270 uh, money lines drop to minus 170 or minus 180 for in-regulation. Seems like a good value play until draw season. Um, right. 
I'm just kind of curious how much you value the in regulation versus the money line price, how you're kind of looking to play some of those versus actually jumping onto a money line and then maybe what you're looking for and the difference in prices between those. Yeah, well, it's fascinating because, yeah, the, the hundred, uh, you know, that hundred, that dollar move, we haven't seen that really in regulation throughout the years that I've been betting this. It's usually about a 50 cent split. So, you know, that was something where, yeah, you didn't seem like a lot of value. Now you have great value to to look for a team in regulation. Now, uh, Matt mentioned your draw season. Draw season, of course, would be after the All-Star break when teams are fighting for points. And you tend to see teams kind of really shell up in the third period. If it's a tie game, they don't take too many risks and we see a lot more overtimes. But in the first half of the season, especially early in this year, we started to see the line discrepancies. Like, this is a perfect uh, game, this Calgary-Washington spot, because, like you said, 125 is not that much, but now you're seeing it knocked down to about 30 cents and into the plus range. Uh, and you don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to make a series of bets to get that number. It's just automatically there. So that's something I look for. You know, knocking down any favorites, certainly above the 160 to 200 range, knocking those down into, you know, smaller favorites, uh, I'll gladly, you know, now in the middle of the year, if I feel a spot is where I don't think there's going to be a draw, there's a clear mismatch. Yeah, the 240s, 250s, you can knock those down until 140, 150 if you feel and pick those spots. But you got to be very careful with that. It's more about flipping uh, a shorter or mid-range favorite into an underdog or getting more value on a short underdog that you like. Right. Fair enough. And so, Money, any thoughts on you uh, from you on the regulation bets? Well, I have spent the whole summer in the lab, 20 hours a day, every day. <laughs> um, but regulation is not something that I was working on. I think uh, right. I think it, Alex is better suited to answer that than I am. Fair enough. You were working on the uh, the player props. That was you where go. you were coming back. Take 20 over hours a day, Todd. every day, all summer in the lab, cooking it up. Why not 21? What happened there? I mean, 21, maybe you would have even been that much better. Yeah, I mean, 20 is good <laughs> enough, man. Like... It was part of my contract. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we didn't pay you for that 21st hour. That was overtime. Um, I do see a question here, Claudio, saying, do you guys think you can make money betting anytime goal scorers or shot props daily? Uh, yes. To answer that for all of us, yes, uh, I think yeah. so. You have to be taking positive EV plays uh, consistently to be able to do that. Um, Alex, go ahead here. Yeah, anytime goal scorers, absolutely. Shot props, I bet them once this year, and I probably will not bet them again until something is done between the leagues and the sports books on this whole how many shots actually happened in the game thing. Because Taylor Hall had five shots in that game against Pittsburgh, and he had yeah. four and a half, he had four or five shots in that game against Boston. That's not what the stats show right now. So uh, that whole back and forth thing is infuriating. But but theoretically, the handicap, yes, you can you can find great edges with goal scores. You can find it with shots yes. on goal props. You can even find it with just player point props and assist props and even the uh, power play points. So yeah, there's value in all of those player prop markets. Yeah. Yeah. And just to, uh, just to add to that, how you know that you can, you can make, make money on that is that look at what the, what the limits on those are before the game start, right? Like there's, <laughs> there, there's a reason that the, that, that the limits are low. If you are, if you yeah. are on top of it, Right there's you you have the informational advantage and the and the books know that that's why the limits are lower. Yeah, and to Alex's point, uh, for those who are maybe aren't familiar, who are new to the Edgeware channel or just new to hockey betting, the shots on goal is in regards to how they're tracked. Um, 
changes from rank to rank, from shot, yeah. from statistician yeah. to statistician. It, it's like a very frustrating market. You can definitely beat it. You can definitely win at it, but it's less so just like, oh, you can't beat it because of this. It's more just you're going to experience frustration along the way here. Yeah. Like it's something you, you're going to experience. Wait, guys, we watch multiple sports. Can you think of a stat that is, you know, tracked as poorly <laughs> as shots on goal in any other yeah. sport? Baseball or football or basketball or any tennis, anything? No, it's, it's ridiculous. No. Maybe something in the CFL. They 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 love to mess <laughs> things up. But but like on that on that shots things, right? I'm looking at you, in Nashville, right? Whoever is whoever is on Bridgestone Arena, like I'm a I'm really onto you guys. And yeah, I know what's happening down there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Oh, there you go, Matt Albert, uh, also on the Edgework Show, saying block shots. I guess that that's probably fair. Yeah, uh, block yeah shots just throw a lot. Into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> strikes and balls in baseball no uh, of course well, yeah yeah, okay. yeah that is that is number one of course <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair enough um now, all right next game here we'll look at arizona coyotes on the road at the new york rangers at matt albers new york rangers um new york this is a team where matt was kind of pointing out to us the other day i mean you get lingren out of the lineup and all of a sudden this team struggles defensively here but you're looking at this one at a six and a half for the total arizona plus 192 the rangers minus 206 uh this coyotes team i think is going to be kind of one of those fun teams to watch this year maybe not good but uh, a fun team to watch because they're going to have some exciting young players around there the slogan cooley kid looks absolutely incredible every time he steps out on the ice uh, so money. Is there any way you can get uh, get involved in this game here tonight from a betting perspective? Ooh, I really want to. Um, I, Arizona is the kind of team that um, I think um, collectively a lot of the hockey community is really high on. Um, and I think for good reason too, right? Now, obviously, the bar is a little bit lower based on on, on where they've been the last few years. But um, yeah, this is the team that um, I would like to get on. Um it's a little tough against the Rangers here, um, especially in their in their home opener with uh, Shesterkin, yeah. who should be getting the start in their home opener, um, coming off a not so Igor like performance last game. So, um, even though I do like the Coyotes here, um, the Rangers are a cup contender. I have them as a top five, if not top three, team in this league right now. Um, so, I think it's a tall order for for uh, Arizona right now, but we will have good spots on them, so be be patient with the Coyotes. Um, I think that I think they're coming, uh, just uh, just probably not tonight. All right, fair enough. And Alex, anything for you here? Not really. I mean, yeah, Arizona's going to be a pesky dog. Connor Ingram is starting a net for the Coyotes. I know he had a a much more improved second half last year, but I'm still not high on him much as a goaltender. We already saw. Uh, the Rangers lay an egg. I think coming home, they're going to be a little bit more fired up. So I'd lean toward Rangers team total, but nothing official. I hear that All you're right. high on Romelka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know who told you that. <laughs> um one thing here to look at um that i think is going to be good if you're talking about these props i'm not going to give this out because this is not widely available but it will be something that i will bet and i just think people should have an eye out for 
Logan Cooley, anytime goals uh, at 400 and above, I think is going to be worth a play. This might be a tougher spot here, especially as you guys are saying against the Rangers, but like right on your screen here, you're seeing 480 on Cooley, anytime goal. Everywhere else is below 400 right now. To me, the way I what I saw from that kid, the fact that he's going to be getting as much playing time as he is, the involvement he has with two NHL veterans alongside Zucker and Kerfoot, regardless of what you think of him, he is an NHL veteran who has played on decent teams throughout his career. Like just kind of getting those guys alongside of him, I think Cooley's going to have a shot. And I mean, you're going to tell me that I he's not going to score 20 goals this year. I think that he can, and he probably will. So. I, something like plus 480 personally i think that that's a decent number to get coolie at any time goal no that makes sense and something i've noticed and just kind of i've been doing this the last couple of weeks especially trying to you know as i'm getting way more into live betting i've been doing that for a while but really this year i've kind of gone almost led head first with with live betting so i've been kind of studying the different books and some of their tendencies fan duels tends to have some of the higher player props and some of the higher like derivative markets like first period totals you'll see the best prices uh, pre-game uh, team total. Sometimes you'll see prices comparable to Pinnacle, which is not available in the U.S. So if you have a FanDuel account, that's something, and those are the kind of plays you're looking for. That's something to kind of take into consideration. On the flip side, we're talking about live betting as well. The timing of when these numbers drop, BetMGM mm -hmm. has been extremely fast. I was watching one game with my stopwatch on my phone, two minutes and 12 seconds where I saw a first period total drop that opened at 140, finally dropped to even money. In about two minutes that usually takes about four to five minutes with a lot of other books so that's something i've been kind of working on just noticing what things are the strengths of some of these books so FanDuel, when you look for player props and 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 looking for some lower prices on totals that's kind of one of the books i've noticed that they've always offered them so. there you go and yeah jordan's saying FanDuel and caesar's spot best for any time goal scores notice that yeah. a lot uh no we have a uh, sorry, we have a ghost pick on this game too <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't sure if we wanted to uh, to let him in here, but Alex Moretto channeling him in. <laughs> there's so money with a ghost pick on Arizona New York Rangers under six and a half, minus one oh five. We'll we'll lock that in as a best bet, considering we don't have any other best uh, best bets given out here. So Alex Moretto, uh, for those of you who know, so we'll give that a ghost pick. I mean, so money is one and oh on his ghost picks uh, so far this year. So I, I didn't think you were gonna show up so money i thought that I was it you were gonna do you were gonna do one and oh ghost picks and see you later like you're done 100 percent roi on the season <laughs> come on you know me better than that i'm gonna i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna try to push the envelope a bit here maybe well, there maybe maybe two and oh and we'll call it <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough all right well we'll lock that one in under six and a half coyotes rangers and again we'll recap all of these at the very end of the show go through everything that was given out here today so Locking that one in under six and a half between the Rangers and the Coyotes minus one Oh five, uh, best price available. Now the next game here, I mean, we're looking at Austin Matthews on pace for 246 goals this season. I mean, I don't see why he can't do it. William Nylander, what is he on pace for 123? The goal scoring here in Toronto is just out of control defensively, not so, uh, not so great. I mean, through the first two games of the season, you've put up 12 goals and, You've also allowed nine through two wins here, but home to the Chicago Blackhawks and Connor Bedard here tonight. Uh, Alex, I know you do have a best bet in this game, so I'll throw to you for a little bit of a preview and uh, your best bet. 
Yeah, I mean, well, like you said, you know, obviously a fun original six matchup, and you've got Connor Bedard, you know, playing against the, you know, the almighty Maple Leafs, uh, you know, going into Toronto for the first time in his career. And like I said, these are, these are the moments I think that are really going to kind of overwhelm him more than anything else, right? Like I said, he's a Canadian kid from North Vancouver. So, you know, got to play on Hockey Night in Canada for the first time on Saturday. Now playing against Toronto on the road. Those, so these, these moments are going to be the bigger moments for him. And of course, like I said, as he gets to the home opener in Chicago and different things. But like I said, this is his settling in time. And so far, he's looked great. He hasn't choked under the pressure. Like I said, he's got earned a point per game. You can't ask for anything more than that from any rookie in the world, right? So, uh, so far, so good. But like you said, Austin Matthews, you know, on pace for 246 goals. It seems like he could probably get half of them. <laughs> against the Chicago goaltending. Uh, I do not trust in Peter Morazic, former Leaf. I didn't, certainly don't trust in Arvid Soderblom, our backup. But uh, I think this could be an up-and-down pace game. And I like goals here. I like goals here early. Now, you have to shop around with this number in the first period. But if you can find an over two at plus money, grab that right now. Uh, I got plus 110 at BetMGM yesterday, over two. Once again, it's a book that opens pretty early with just about every market you can think of. So that's something that I was able to grab. But if you see one and a half in your book, this is one I would wait for to bet live. Wait for that number to drop down to about minus 140, 135. We're not searching for plus money here. We may not have enough time. Austin Matthews could probably score in about two and a half minutes. So <laughs> you want to grab this thing quick. If you can grab a two, grab it pregame. If you can grab a one and a half, like very close attention and try to grab the best of the price a few, a few minutes into this contest. But I think we should see this uh, go well up and over the, the first period total, probably well up and over the full game total too, but I definitely wouldn't be grabbing seven. You can wait and get a better adjusted price at a six and a half somewhere. Uh, this should be a high-scoring game. Toronto should win this one. i just like to see the Hawks keep it competitive and, and, and try to trade goals them as long as they can. Okay, so we'll lock in an over two at plus 110 here because that is a more commonly available number across the screen. So we give that as best bet. The first period between Leafs, Blackhawks, over two, plus 110. Uh, so money. I mean, last year you were with me. We were all Leafs. Ended in disappointment, shockingly, uh, I might add. Uh, are you a Leaf this year again? I will probably be a Leaf later in the season, but I am Austin Matthews, though. Right. So after <laughs> after the first um, after the first night, I found a plus six fifty on him uh, winning the Rocket Richard. It wasn't it wasn't adjusted to the plus two hundred or plus two fifty that it should have been. So um, I will get kicked out of that book. But um, <laughs> we did we were able to get to uh, get enough on that. So. Um, we are all Austin Matthews to win the Rocket Richard at a really a number that was ridiculous and the and they should they should pay for hanging that up there. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think that that uh, seems like a pretty good number, especially after opening night with uh, three goals, and then you're probably just sitting there feeling pretty good about yourself. Well, I was cackling on Saturday night. Like, I was just like <laughs> sitting there like, "There's another one. There's another one." All right. So let's just let's just hope it keeps going. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, as for Matthew's goals right now, uh, I saw people in the chat talking about it, like insights here saying Matthew's uh, Matthew's three plus goals, Nylander three plus goals. As those numbers right now at what they're at, it's kind of probably not something I would be wanting to get involved in right now, uh, especially considering he's gone back to back. Now you're just going to say he's going to do it three in a row. I mean, obviously anything could happen, but 
I don't know at at that number if that's where I would be uh, where I would be interested in going with it. And just for the anytime goal scorer, you're seeing him down to where McDavid was kind of at the end of last season, where he's pushing 150s and farther than that. So those for me, I'm staying away from as of right now. But best bet in the Leaf Chicago game, we're taking the first period over two plus 110 as the most commonly number available now. One more game here tonight, uh, so money will go to you first on this one. The Detroit Red Wings on the road taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Detroit minus 128, Columbus right now plus 118. Seeing the total at 7 uh, as one of the best prices available on the bet stamp screen. Pinnacle currently sitting at 6.5, juiced to the, uh, to the over as of right now. Any interest for you, side or total, between the uh, Red Wings and the Blue Jackets tonight? So I did bet the Red Wings uh, just before we came on air. Um, unfortunately, I think that it's moved out of range now. Um, I I I had it set for up to minus 125. Yeah, we're looking into the 130s now. So um, I think that if it if it comes back, um, then yeah, I'm I, I am on the Red Wings tonight. Um, Co- Columbus is one of those teams where I think that. Um, if you if you look at the natural progression of teams, you would think that Columbus would take a step up, but it doesn't always work that way, right? And um, I think that without 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 Wierenski, without Merzlikens, who's out tonight, although he hasn't been he hasn't been great either the last uh, year and into this year as well. So um, I I do like the Red Wings. I think that they're the better team. I think that they're being a little undervalued, or they were being a little undervalued. Um, in the market. So I think that if you can, if it does come back, you can get a minus 125 or hopefully better. Um, that's, that's, that's where I was on them. All right. And Alex, any interest from you here? Sounds like someone's toast is ready. Um, I'm going to go with the over six and a half minus a dollar 25. I don't trust in Spencer Martin one bit, but I think Columbus has decent offense. We've also seen the over go six and two in the last eight meetings between these two teams. Um, I definitely think we see goals here, so I'll go dollar twenty-five with uh, over six and a half. All right, there you go. Uh, best bets for today. So, money before we wrap this up and give our recaps, Alex and I on Friday gave out uh, gave out season predictions. Now, Alex went a little bit bolder than I did. I said Matthews would score over sixty again, and then of course Saturday night he scores three, and my take doesn't seem <laughs> as hot as I thought it might be going into the weekend. Do you got any uh, bold predictions for this year? The Canucks are going to win the Stanley Cup. No, I think that um, <laughs> my when I was going through my projections, my my uh, my boldest prediction that came up was that the Coyotes are going to make the playoffs. Um, I had them as the second wild card team. Um, that's that's as bold as I got. I think that. This is a team that is going to surprise a lot of people. And I'm really looking forward to not only watching, but betting a lot of Coyotes games this year. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, I think that that was somewhere where a lot of people were kind of looking to, especially with how popular the uh, Andre Tournier uh, coach of the year kind of market became as we approached the season even closer because that became less of a vote of even him being uh, a coach of such an improved team and more of a coach, uh, bet of a coach who leads a team into the playoffs for this season. And so I think that that's uh, that I think that that's a pretty good prediction there. So money, I think I would probably probably in support of that being at least something that will be close to, or we'll be watching later on, but 
for everyone who watched today greatly appreciate it if you haven't hit that subscribe button here on the channel please make sure to do so as well turn on notifications here on the channel and as so many always says smash the like button i mean we i'm in preseason form and... here man i i, I can't i can't don't find the my, sign i can't find my sign i'm gonna have to make a new one i don't know where it is maybe, maybe the well, kids right. away or something Everyone broke their mouses and keyboards by the end of last season, so we're just slowly working through this here. Just hit that like button to start this year, uh, and then as we continue to give out winners here on this show, then you'll just have more and more bankroll to go out and replace your uh, mice and your keyboards and that kind of stuff throughout the course of the season. But to recap the picks for today, and if you do want to see them, you can head over to Edgework HQ on the Betstamp app and see all the picks from this season, as you mentioned including last year up 26.6 units 2.7 percent roi and a 0.9 percent clv this season so far up 2.6 units 16 percent roi picks for today we got four picks here we're going to take the Cal uh, calgary flames in money line in regulation plus 123 for a full unit there the coyotes and the new york rangers under six and a half ghost pick from alex moretto under six and a half minus 105 uh full unit we're going to take the first period over between the Hawks and the Leafs over two at plus 110 full unit there. And finally, the Red Wings and Blue Jackets over six and a half minus 125. So recap those Flames money line in regulation plus 123. The Coyotes Rangers under six and a half minus 105. Leafs Blackhawks first period over two plus 110. And finally, the Detroit Red Wings Columbus Blue Jackets over six and a half minus 125. Those are all the picks for today. If you enjoyed the show, please, again, subscribe, turn on notifications, like the stream. Alex, so money. Thank you guys so much for taking the time here this morning. So money, good to have you back. Glad to see you again. Uh, I'm happy your contract got sorted out. I know Moretto, tough negotiator, doesn't really want to pay out like uh, Lula Morello kind of situation. But we got the deal done. Happy to have you back. For everyone else out there, look forward to seeing you guys all back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. for more picks and previews for the NHL. As well, tonight, this afternoon, 5 o'clock, hit the books, college football preview and picks with Joey Knish, Brad Powers, and then later, watch along with Rob Pozzola for tonight's Monday Night Football game. These primetime games, they've kind of stunk, but tonight, Rob's Cowboys are playing against Jeff Feinberg's Los Angeles Chargers, so you're going to want to tune into that and watch the game with them. Thank you guys so much for tuning in here today. Look forward to seeing everyone tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Let's have a day.